Bush and Richie here with your daily takeaway podcast. Uh, and we've got a podcast which is not X-rated, but it, it sounds very close to the line today, doesn't it? It does. It's encouraged some of the sketchier listeners to uh, this here show. Uh, there's a couple of extra pieces of content in this show that were too sketchy to broadcast. Uh, and the reason they're on the show and not on the live broadcast is a, is, a, is a nice spoonful of our own broadcasting knowledge, but a quite big spoonful of a, war- a warning from the legal team <laughs> here at Absolute Radio. So that's so, where we're at. Enjoy this episode. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Good to have you company today. Uh, my tea making skills uh, were under scrutiny on the show last night a little bit. Well, more my kind of bringing sugar to the party when making tea for we the group. We can move on. We don't want to get back into that again. But I feel like my tea making is under scrutiny uh, as of today, again, in my own home. Let me explain. Uh, we've got some builders in doing some work on the house. And we've talked about this before on the show. Uh, and you guys have phoned in a lot about, you know, we've had some nightmare stories about tight clients who won't make their builders tea or coffee and a little bit like Scrooge like and I thought I don't want to be like that so uh, the builders were in from kind of Friday last week so I started off the week by making them uh, a round of hot drinks mm-hmm. cups of teas three sugars all this stuff for the builders thought I did a good job thought the, the, the teas looked good and you won't believe it right this week the builders have turned up uh, and have brought their own kettle <laughs> cups and tea bags so is that how do I take that? I'm just trying to work out how to process this. Is is that a slight on on me uh, and my tea making abilities? How would you receive this? I would find it rude. I, I'd I'd say it was a slight on on my abilities, um, which is a shame because yeah, we had a little bit of a tiff yesterday. We about did. You forgetting with the brown sugar, but. You, I think I said publicly, you make a very good cup of tea. Thank you very much, and I have put that quote on my LinkedIn. <laughs> but, like, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, for, for, for builders to go to the, the, the extremes where they've come in with their own kettle. Yeah. I'm not, you know, they're not even, like, sneaking off and just saying, oh, no, you're right, Andy, I'll leave it, and then they're sneaking around the corner to a cafe. They've brought their own kettle in. I, I, I don't want to I, I make things worse. I, I'd say it's probably more of a slight... Uh, on just everything, because by bringing <laughs> in their own everything. by bringing in their own kettle, they don't have to see you. Oh wow! Okay, I hadn't even thought about that, but thanks very much. They don't <laughs> want to physically set eyes on me I'm now. Just Actually, if I if, if I was a builder and had to put up with the small talk that I've been giving out, <laughs> I, I probably would avoid it as well. Uh, Chunky says, not even a round of toast. Bush, who makes builders toast? Well, They're they, not having a sleepover, mate. Do you I know what I mean? They do turn up early, though, builders, don't they? They they must arrive without breakfast. That's so weird, though. No one makes builders <laughs> toast. Uh, Carla says, what tea bags are you using? Just Yorkshire tea. You know what I mean? That's good. That's good. Good quality stuff. And then Shy says, uh, we observed from the kitchen window as a builder we had round, took a sip of the tea my missus made him, pulled a face, then poured it onto the lawn. <laughs> so maybe my tea's just terrible. Uh, let's go to the phones and, and get some intel on this. Mark, what do you reckon of the situation? I would say that what you've got is a builder who's turned up who's definitely prepared. Uh, I've, I've found it my own way that quite often you'll go to a customer and you don't even get offered one. So I've always got my kettle or my brew kit ready every single time. Okay, from from a kind of like a, like social politeness level, then right? What do you do then yeah. if you go to a house where the the the, the owner is making teas for you? Because then obviously, if you start making your own tea, then that's going to make the the owner feel like the, his tea or her tea is not good enough for you. No, I, I would never, I would never say no to a cup of tea, regardless of, of how good it is. I would never say no. I would never complain. But if if I've not one offered, then my kettle's quickly brought out quickly. Fair play. 
So, so there could be a bit of both at play then when you think about it. So obviously, Bush hasn't offered quick enough, and that's why the builder's kettle has come out. Yeah, or, or maybe not enough regularity. A good builder always needs a cup of tea every hour, I would say. An hourly cup of tea, you're saying? <laughs> definitely, definitely. Wow. OK, cool. Good intel. Thank you so much. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Uh, this is an interesting twist. I'm a midwife, says this text. I once made a partner of a woman in labour a cup of tea. A few hours later, I offered him another. He said, no thanks, the last one wasn't very nice. His wife yelled, at least you got a cup of tea. You ungrateful so-and-so, she's not a barista. That's the weird thing about it, isn't it? It's just a cup of tea. It's just a little cup of hot water, really, flavoured hot water. But it it can mean so much. Of course it can. And have so many diplomatic nuances. uh, This person here says, afternoon boys, it could be the tape measure test and your builders are not impressed. What the hell is the tape measure test? I'm not sure I know. Please get in touch if you know what that is. Uh, Alex on the line with a bit of intel. Alex, speak to us. I spend a lot of time time on construction sites right and what the guys do is they will supply as much kit as they possibly can so that they're in charge of when they have a cup of tea and not waiting for the homeowner to suddenly pop their head in and say you fancy a brew lads well can, can i just take issue with the entire like building world oh my word I'm gonna, I'm gonna have i'm gonna have to have a pop of this right because they're, they're, they're they've been they've been on this show before haven't they builders moaning about the fact that sometimes owners don't make them enough cups of tea and all that kind of stuff but what they're doing they're blurring the lines by then bringing their own kettles in and it just gets confusing <laughs> the thing also here to remember is that when they start bringing their their own supplies they will have their own tea and coffee as and when they want right so you may well go out and let's say for example Morning cuppa, lunchtime cuppa, afternoon cuppa. Right. They will have cuppas in between all of those. They'll have them as and when they want, so it's less time on the tools. Alec, you say it you spend a lot of time. Money. You say you spend quite a lot of time on uh, building sites. What What is your role? I'm a health and safety consultant in Norfolk. All oh, right. So, do builders like you? Are you Are you like a nemesis no. to builders? No. no, I'm worse than a tax man. <laughs> I and they hate me. They absolutely hate me. It's terrible. And when you turn you up, know? do you bring your own hot drinks or what do you do? I bring me, well, <laughs> I have a lovely wife who makes me a nice packed lunch in the morning yep. and I will scrounge a cuppa as and where I can. Good man, you know? to see what's on offer. Yeah, and I take my hard hat, not to prevent something from hitting me on the head, but all the abuse that I will get from all the builders. So on a building site, would you say that you've got the, the least popular job of all of all the different people that work on a building site? You're that you're the least popular. Absolutely, absolutely. If they know we're coming, okay, everything will be as immaculate as possible. So we will try and carry out an unannounced call on them, which they absolutely hate. <laughs> I can't think of a line of work or society where an unannounced call, though, is a good thing. It's a good point. No, that's true. I feel like, I mean, I've got a problem with the whole tea thing. Alex there saying that builders don't like him and them when they come on site. I feel like there's there's a lot of tension here. We need, like, a a summit where we all get together (laughs) and and make friends. Well, yeah, good luck with that. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's daily takeaway. Right, tricky one this, theft. Um, but a very, very low-level theft, but it's still theft all the same. As you know, we're very much towards the end of uh, the school summer holidays. Oh, are and... we? I hadn't noticed. <laughs> Thankfully. But I discovered that over the last five and a half weeks, uh, my five-year-old Rocco, who, when I let him play out in the close, you know, I pop my head out the door every five minutes, Chucky's still there, 
not not misbehaving, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Jackie's still there. <laughs> Um, and what it turns out that he's been doing is, over the last five and a half weeks, he's been taking ornamental stones uh, from the edge of one of the neighbours' driveways and he's got a stash of them upstairs in his bedroom. Hey, wow, so he's been nicking, nicking the stones off the drive and then, what, like, ferreting them away upstairs? Putting them in his little jogger pockets and they're going upstairs and they've all been st- stashed behind his Paw Patrol lookout tower. Wow, well, out of interest, what kind of stones are they? What, 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 in, what kind of slate is Rocco into? Interesting you just say it, it is slate. So they're not sort of like pebble, they're, they're like quite long, uh, grey bits of slate. Uh, it's because when you were a kid, like stuff like that would seem like, you know, um, jewels. In yeah. like, I remember when I was a kid, me and my brother were obsessed with the, you don't get it so much these days, but you know the, the chunks of glass that used to get in the top of um, electric uh, fireplaces? Oh, I remember those kind of things. And there would be things that would spin underneath that make it look like as if it's a fire, but it's not. Well, there used to be a, a department <laughs> store called like Knees or something in, in Trowbridge. And, and I used to nick the, I used to nick the stones like <laughs> off the top of the, you know, the fireplaces that were out on oh, display. It was really bad. Because I thought they were jewels. So here's the thing. I'm going to... They're going to go back. It's theft at this stage because he's taken them without asking. They're going to go back. But I don't know whether to take them back at, like, 11 o'clock at night, just put them back on the driveway and not admit to it, or do I go and knock on the door and say, I'm so sorry my son's (laughs) been taking your ornamental slates. Give it a bit of the old Great Escape in the trouser pockets. (laughs) Shake them out whilst you chat to him. I'll do that. Mark Lewis. This this has made me laugh. I used to take Lego from my mate. So I'm guessing we're talking school age here. He says, only specific things like certain types of bricks or tools or the odd Lego figure. I used to hide them in my shoes. (laughs) One day my mate's mum asked if I was okay as I was limping. I had so much (laughs) Lego in my shoes I could hardly walk. Uh, This text here says, when I was about eight I took four big tomatoes from the fruit shop as I was walking past with my dad. He'd had to go in the next day to pay for them and told me I was going to prison. I never stole anything again, but they were the nicest tomatoes I've ever eaten. I bet they were worth it. I know there was that fear that they were going to be interned for a long time, but I bet they were worth it. Uh, Sophie has texted in with a very interesting story, a bit of a warning for people, actually, how it can be a slippery slope. Uh, She says, Hi, boys. I went to get some beers for my friends and the basket got too heavy, so I put it in a trolley to push to the car when I was at the shops. Mm -hmm. And my friend called and I was too busy talking to concentrate. I put the basket in the boot and carried on talking on the phone and took the trolley back. I forgot about the basket and shut the boot lid, got home, beers in a basket, great concept. (laughs) Then, totally forgot about it, Tuesday morning my boss needed something out of my boot so I opened it up and there was a basket. My boss looked puzzled. I created an elaborate lie about why I had the basket. I'm now in too deep. I will take it back on Friday. I can't wait. I can't stand the pressure of handling hot property. I love this. So, you know, Sophie's going to have to sneak that back in somehow. Uh, Nick, tell us what we uh, what are we admitting to? Um, well, basically for a year or two I've been occasionally buying toilet roll and tea bags where I work. Right. Um, and now finally, it's probably not the best thing to admit on there, but um, now finally um, the bosses decided to buy them themselves. And so I thought over the course of the next few months I need to steal back as many as I've basically given them really, isn't it? <laughs> So you're just getting back on your investment a little bit in having bought them. <laughs> yes, it's not really a theft. It's more of a, um, uh, yeah, like you said, getting your money back. Equilibrium. Equilibrium. That's what it is. Yeah, maybe steal some coffee just to make up for the interest that I've lost out of the toilet roll and the tea bag. Now, is the ply that management are buying the same ply that you were taking in? Well, you see, it's slightly better. So I'm not quite sure where that works, really. 
Okay, so when we get down to brass tacks, he may be. You know, there might be a bit of money going left, you know, backwards or forwards to settle things at the end. And do you feel bad about it at all? No, not really. <laughs> Doesn't care. <laughs> Bold as brass. Ah, oh, the home time listeners, I love them. Nick, thanks for getting in touch. Right, uh, special for podcast listeners right now. This is exclusive bonus content just for you. Here's Sue, who we couldn't play out on the show because it's a bit too fruity. Um, I like to take souvenirs from restaurants when I'm on holiday. Brazen. Very brazen. What kind of thing do you take when you've been at a restaurant then, Sue? Well, you know, it started off small. It started off with a nice salt shaker or maybe a little oil drizzler. Oh, my, that's not small. Sue, that's not small. That's the furniture <laughs> of the restaurant. I thought she was going to say like a sachet or something. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh, it got well out of hand, though. Well, what's the last, the most recent big thing that you've taken then from a restaurant, Sue? Right, so... In my drunkenness one night, there was this wooden ram in the corner of this restaurant. And I have quite a few friends who are Derby County fans. And I decided that I wanted to steal the ram for my friends back in Derby. When I woke up the next morning sober, I found out I'd stolen a massive wooden goat. Oh, my word. <laughs> uh, you know, this, this phone-in is about low-level theft. I, I believe Sue is in the next tier above that, <laughs> yes. to put it politely. Yes, reportable level. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you ever, like, had a crisis of, con- of conscience and then tried to put some of this stuff back? I hope she has. I hope so. Oh, no, absolutely not. It's an adrenaline rush now. I do it all the more. Oh, she lives for the buzz. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sketchy Sue, what are you lot like? Here's another one that we couldn't put out. Shannon, sketchy Shannon. Oh, I don't know if I should admit to this on the radio. <laughs> Do it. Do it. So this weekend, me and my friends were um, we were sat in a local Weatherspoons ready for a hen party. And we were sort of making the shopping list of like bits we needed to pick up, like pizza, alcohol, you know, whatever else. One of the girls said, oh, I want some mayo for the pizza. And one of them turned around and was like, you know, time's tough. I'm not paying for mayo. So I just grabbed the bottle from the table, shoved it inside of a coat. The maid of honour was absolutely horrified, whereas the other one just walked out like nothing had happened. She was oh, they can afford it. Like, you know, the bottle's a bit sticky anyway. You know, they're not going to miss it sort of thing. Whereas the other girl was, like, absolutely horrified, like, <laughs> ner- like looking over her shoulder <laughs> as we're walking out, ready for, like, someone to come and grab it off us and sort of, you know, arrest on spot sort of thing. But what, yeah. a, what a thing to go down for. Say, say if you did get that handle in your shoulder... What Imagine. a thing to go down, a bo- like a two-thirds gone bottle of sticky old mayonnaise <laughs> from yeah, a pizzeria. Your criminal record, like your future boss asks you, why, why did you get a criminal record? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I nicked a bottle of mayonnaise when I was 25. Well, imagine that awkward conversation with your cellmate. So what are you <laughs> in for? Oh, you're not going to believe this. Murder. Oh, I, I stole a bottle of mayo from Westby's. <laughs> <laughs> Text message here from my wife. I'm frightened to open it. Could be a report of uh, more, but more bad act- activity from our five-year-old. They've taken. They found Rocco's stash <laughs> they and they've taken his, him away. His stash of slates from the <laughs> ornamental driveway that I've got to take back under cover of darkness later tonight. If he does get enough, he could start selling them. Oh, oh what about sell them back to your neighbour at all? <laughs> We've yeah, got I've, some spare if you I've want some. I've noticed that you've got this slate <laughs> on the edge of your driveway. Well, I've got some more here. Found it in my child's bedroom. Would you like some? Entrepreneur. <laughs> what can you say? Uh, Kerry says, as kids, we used to hide under clothing racks in shops and collect the plastic size tags Ooh. from the hangers. You know, the ones that were little colours and squares and round and add them to... What a strange... I mean, what, what use is that to anybody well, other than confusing shops? It's the weird stuff of childhood that becomes a treasure later on. Like, weirdly enough, I, I took home... I didn't like... Te- well, I guess it was low-level thievery, but you know, I used to get the sheet at church with, like, what what's going on in that mass. Yeah. 
I took that with me and kept it. No, but that's yeah, but that's telling you what's going on later in the week. I and, think. But I kept they it for like fifteen years. No one's going to go to a coffee morning if you don't take that. That's a very good point, actually. Thank you for that. Well, we've actually got some word in from an actual police officer. Well, there here. you go. Here we uh, are. We're legal now. PC William Perry has emailed us to say, guys, I was thirteen. I took some crisps from a shop with some friends. We were caught. The shop owner knew my dad, a local cop as well. Uh, he collected me, not my mates, took me down to his office, had two constables search me. Wow. And after a 40-year career as a police officer myself, I can attest to the scared straight tactic as working. Good on you. This is The Daily Takeaway. So there you go. There is another one of Bush and Rishi's, uh takeaways. Just, uh, just a little... A little thought. We're, we're both tired. We're ruined. We're wrecked really by the tired. summer holidays. Yeah. Uh, to be honest. But I've just seen a long-term weather forecast. When the kids go back to school next week, bright sunshine and warmth. So you just, like, lie in the garden. It's going to be great. And I put it to you that I think it's the kids that have ruined summer. They have. In many ways, they have. What, did you hear my tummy, then? I did. I, really mine, mine went at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Um, we're in sync. We're in sync, Yes. We'll leave that there. Yeah, we will. We'll leave that there. In fact, let's leave this episode here. Why don't we start this? That's the end of the episode. We'll see you tomorrow.